Hi, everyone. Welcome back for another episode of the Stories Podcast. I've missed you guys so much. I'm so happy to be back. I took a really, I guess you could say it was a much needed break, but if I'm being honest, I was just, you know, kind of getting my life together. Um, and, and, you know, in the midst of that is really when I feel the highest creativity. It's when I feel called to speak about something. Um, and, you know, the, the, the win that I keep speaking about is really just in stillness and kind of taking myself out of the creative process to see what comes. So it sounds super weird and earthy and <laughs> I don't really know how to explain it, but it really is just the way that I create best because, you know, the, the common saying quality over quantity is something that I think was more difficult for me at first when I started this podcast. I was just always trying so hard to, to ha just have content consistently and, you know, I'm, everything I put out, I've been really proud of, but there's definitely been moments where, you know, I think, gosh, I wish I would have just waited a week on that topic, or I wish I would have thought more on this, on this thing that I'm speaking of, because, you know, I, I think I might've rushed it to, to hit a timeline that in the end of the day, at the end of the day, I'm just setting for myself. Um, so thank you for your patience and for still listening for those of you that are, and I'm excited to chat with you guys today about you know, the, the subject of the, of this episode is the idea of being alone together. And I feel like, honestly, my friends and I, we always say we really believe we're going to peak in our thirties. Like that is just not, not to derail too much, but I really <laughs> believe in this so much, not because I'm, I'm trying to pass time along and I'm like dying to be 30, but I think the reason we're all so excited about it, or if I were to speak for everyone, which I'll just speak for myself for now, but I, I'd be interested to see how many people agree if you're in this, this kind of 20 stage of your life. But the beauty of what it seems like to be 30, and for any 30-year-olds or over that are listening, you can let me know if this is right or not. I think it's the assurance of self, the assurance of your interest, the assurance of knowing that you can afford the lifestyle that you're choosing to live. Um, and just the assurance of the people around you, you know, at a better understanding of others, longer friendships with people, and less of this feeling of, oh, I have to do this, or I have to be here, or I have to be this way to make sure I have friends, to make sure people like me. Something about the 30s seems very self-assured and seems very, you know what, at this point in my life, at this point in my career, I only want to be around people who I'm sure of and do things that I want to do. And obviously, if we wanted to have this mindset right now, at, for me, I'm 24. Um, if so, I'll just speak for myself. If I wanted to have that mindset right now, it's definitely something I could choose, right? And it's definitely something that I think about every day of how can I choose things in my life so that they're benefiting me to build me up so that I'm a better person to the people that I love. Because at the end of the day, what I've learned is that when I push myself to do everything, to be everything, to make everyone happy, to do anything I can with putting others first, I end up deteriorating. I end up being tired, overbooking myself. Um, and then that turns me into being irritable to the people that I'm trying so hard to love. <laughs> so it's kind of this like circle that doesn't really make any sense that it's a circle of, of, I don't want to say failure, but it's a weakness that I fall into often, right? Everybody's got their thing. And mine is overbooking myself, overcommitting myself because I'm thinking I'm making other people happy and then realizing 
in the midst of it all and the craziness of it all, I was honestly just hurting others and hurting relationships because I'm, I'm, I'm snippy or I'm quiet or I'm disengaged because it takes more than just being there and just being with someone to be in community with somebody. And that's something I know because I also see the other side of it when I'm doing my best and when I'm doing things for myself, you know, relaxing, praying, taking quiet time, calling my mom and dad just to, to, to divulge with them and to share what's going on because, you know, they understand me more than anybody. So it's always kind of a reorientation for me. Um, and then even though I might be seeing people less or with people less, the people that I'm with, I'm giving my full attention to, I'm giving my all. And I'm also thinking about the people that might not be with me physically and reaching out to them, realizing that this time I'm taking to quote unquote, be alone is also incredible time for me to reach out to people that, that give me life that might not be exactly where I am right now. So that's something that I struggle with and something that, you know, it's, it's, there's, there's a song, I think by law and it's called modern loneliness. And he's going through this song and I don't have the lyrics in front of me. So I'm going to botch it. I'm not even going to try to repeat it. But basically what I take as him saying is that people in our generation, people at our age are all lonely. And we're in this modern loneliness where we're like surrounded by people, absolutely surrounded and not people that don't care about us either. Right. It's people that love us. It's people that want to see us succeed. It's people that make us smile and make us laugh. But we feel alone and we feel lonely in it. And he doesn't necessarily go into the why. It's probably some sort of love situation. But what I see in my day-to-day and from my experience, which is the only one I can really speak to truly, is that it's not about the people around you necessarily, and it should be, right? But if you're in this state of mental exhaustion, if you're in this state of not being planted, wondering if you should be over here, wondering if you should be talking to this person instead of this person, you really are alone and you really are in the state of continuous mental loneliness. And I think it's even more sad to be surrounded by people and to almost kind of feel like you're failing this conversation, you're failing this dinner, you're failing, you know, whatever it might be, and kind of just perpetuates into this continuous cycle. Um, and then at the end of the day, I think that's why we're all, you know, we can't stop talking about our thirties, you know? (laughs) And so we're all very excited about what that might look like and what life will feel like to no longer feel less than what life might feel like to no longer feel like you're not giving your all and what you should be giving. And like I said, it's, it's really something that I know I have control over. And it's something that I know I could choose for myself today. I could choose it for myself tomorrow. I could choose it for myself next week. But I don't know if anybody else ever feels this way, but to me, it never feels like the right time, right? So what I'm going through more personally, which I'm happy to share with you guys here, because whether it's five of you listening or 500 of you listening, you all probably um, you know, know me somehow or have hopefully listened to an episode before um, to know that vulnerability is really how I see the world. I see the world through my own experiences, which I think all of us do. But you know, I'm, I'm, a huge part of self-awareness for me has been to admit that out loud. And so something that I struggle with and that, I mean, all my friends know this about me. I'm always the first one to, to do this, but is that you know, when I'm doing what I feel as if I should be doing or what I want to be doing at this age, which is going to bars, you know, drinking, really kind of going on these, it's like a joke that we have, but it really is something that, that is, it seems like something I'm going through is this like 20 year old bender. It's this thing where we are like consistently 
with each other, which is incredible, loving each other, which is amazing, but also wanting to be everywhere at once, wanting to be at bars, wanting to be where the people are, wanting to form new groups, wanting to continue to grow our groups. And it's so fun, right? It's so amazing. And I love the people that I'm with so much. But there's a point for me that happens all my every single person that knows me knows the space that I make, where I just get to a point where I feel completely spent. And I feel like I have nothing left to give. And I'm overwhelmed. And I think that has to do with my personality. I think I just love I, I let I like to let myself get overstimulated. But then I also like to cut off when I need to. And it's hard because a lot of times I leave early, you know, one, because I'm tired. I'm a sleepy person. I just like, you know, I love going to bed early. I love getting eight hours of sleep. I nap. You know what I mean? So I, the first one is very real in the sense that I get tired. But the second one is that, that feeling of alone together, that feeling of loneliness in public is horrifying for me. And it makes me want to literally disintegrate. I, it's so hard for me to describe. And so... There have been times where I've pushed myself anyway, but for me, what pushing myself anyway means getting another drink, doing something to push myself over the limit so that I can stay out doing something, you know, whether that's starting a conversation with somebody that I don't even know, just to kind of get myself kept up again, whether, like I said, it's getting another drink, I'm doing anything I can to know how I feel and what my body is telling me so that I can do what I think is appropriate. But then I forget that the people around me know me and love me. So if I say I want to go home, that's totally fine. And if there's any sadness there, it's just because of that love and that friendship and that camaraderie. And so that's something that I'm really, I'm struggling with now personally, because at this stage of 20, it feels like, you know, if you miss this one day at the bar, oh my God, you miss the photos, you miss the, the friendships, you miss the hilarious stories, you miss it all. And it is really, really difficult to do that. It's really hard for me. I've got, you know, crazy FOMO depending, you know, if I'm like, depending if I like really know I need this rest or whatever it might be. Um, and I also feel really out of place. And I know I'm not the only person that feels this way. I know that. But I also know that this is something that is so hard to talk about because it, it's hard because it has everything and nothing to do with the people around you in the sense that the only reason you want to be there is because you love these people so much. And the only reason you don't want to be there is because you feel as if you're, you're pushing yourself too hard or you're doing something that doesn't match with who you are. And, but you don't want to miss. You don't want to miss being with these people that you love, being with these people that care about you. You know, who knows if this is the day you break this wall with this friend where you can finally talk about X, Y, or Z. You know, or who knows if this is the time for my single listeners out there, who knows if this is the time that you are going to meet the love of your life at this bar. You know what I mean? And I've seen it happen. So like, I know that things like this really, really do happen. And it's hard to feel like it's, it's hard to not be where your feet are and even worse to feel as if your feet should be somewhere else, even though, you know, you're in a situation that doesn't make you happy, that doesn't fulfill you and that you wake up the next day hundreds of miles from where you were the day before mentally and maybe even physically too. And so that's just something that I I'm thinking through and I'm wondering, you know, why does it have to be 30 when I, when I will allow myself to say no, you know what I mean? Why does it have to be 30 when I will, you know, everybody will, will seem to be on the same page. And I think that's, that's the, the hardest part is that what works for other people and what brings other people's satisfaction is not bad. It is not wrong. I, I don't think that, you know, 
it is bad to be at bars. That is not what I'm saying. Like they're so fun. But what I know that for myself is that it's like a being at a bar is a cue for me, right? To like to to then drink and to then push myself and to then try to be, you know, everything at once to every single person that I talk to. Um, and I think that, you know, for, for a period of time, I feel okay with that, but then I don't, and I want to leave. And I feel as if I bring this like aura with me that, that can bring others down. And so I try to just get out of there before anybody can tell a nice little Irish goodbye, um, is one of my specialties, but you know, something that I'm working on right now and that I, I will have to work every day. And some days I'm, I will fail. And some days, you know, it might seem stronger than others, but what, what's my weakness does not have to be other people's weaknesses. You know what I mean? So if some people feel a certain way about doing things and they're totally fine with it or they're not, that is completely their responsibility and their business. But it's hard to learn these things about yourself because you're like, well, that's not normal. And like, well, I'm the odd one out. I'm going to be left out. Everyone's going to forget about me. And, you know, I think that's where there's that level of trust in the relationships that you've made and the conversations that have flourished and essentially the love that people have for you. I think there's a time where everybody has to just trust that, whether it be, you know, like my situation with leaving bars or maybe trying to not go to them as hard as I can, or, you know, somebody else's might be, you know what, I can't afford to do dinner every single night. That's something I have to take myself out of for my own day-to-day -day life to be sustainable. And I have to trust the love and the relationships that I have, that it's okay if I miss this dinner, that my friends will be excited to walk with me and to spend this time with me. But it's something that's really, really difficult, much easier said than done. And, you know, it's like, it's, and it's not eliminating people that you love. It's not eliminating friendships. It's eliminating the cues that bring this stress into your life. Um, and like I said, it's really hard for me. And it's something that I'm kind of just really starting to gear up in and saying, here's my limit. Here's what I can do. And when I can't do it anymore, I will exit stage right. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it's really as simple as that. And it's, and it's hard, you know, to wake up the next day and to be on Snapchat or Instagram or whatever it might be and see, you know, everybody else seemingly quote unquote, everybody else, like literally everybody knows this, but whatever you put forth on social media is about 10% of, of what is actually transpiring, whether it be better or worse. Um, but, you know, understanding that, you know what, or, or even just, I think, standing still and being happy for other people in their joys and in the fun that they're having and understanding, you know, I'm so secure with myself where I am and in the love that other people show me that I'm lucky and blessed enough to have that I can sit here and be happy for, you know, Tim Buck Joe, who is out doing his thing <laughs> and is having an incredible time or is portraying that. And that's really all there is to it. I don't need to dig and to see, well, why is this person posting this? They must just be trying to show that they're having a good time. That's none of my business at the end of the day. <laughs> and when you, when I, I'll speak for myself, when I waste time, you know, trying to prescribe why everyone is doing this, how life is working out for these people. And I've so said this before, I am wasting time when I should be self-analyzing, when I should be thinking about how can I be a better person to the people that love me? When I start thinking, how can I be a better person so that I can continue to grow and so that I can be proud of what I've done? thinking into how can I make myself happy so that I don't struggle with anxiety as much? Or how can I, you know, try to control and calm myself down? What do I need to do? How can I exercise more if that's something that I really want to do and I really want to focus on? Um, 
and, and, you know, my biggest thing is that how can I be where I am without wishing I was somewhere else 24 seven, right? I want more of what it feels like to sit in communal ease with my friends. I want more of what it fits like, what it feels like to be by myself and to really be one with the Lord and to take my time and study his words. I want more of taking the time to learn to cook the things that I want to do and taking the time to do my crazy lady walks that are so important to me. And they're important because it is the few times where I really feel like I'm where I'm supposed to be with or without direction, which I think is so specific and, and is so hard to find. And once again, this is not me out here preaching, you know, this is exactly what you need to do. You don't need to go to bars. You don't need to do this. Not at all. Honestly, all I'm trying to do is share how I feel and what I struggle with. Um, and this thing that I feel like is never the right time to do. And I'm just sharing that in community and sharing that and thinking of and hoping that it helps, you know, whoever's listening to this and thinking about, you know what, I feel really awesome when I do this. Or, you know what, I do trust my friends enough to know that if I want to do this or if I want to leave or if I want to stay, that they'll understand me and love me enough to just make sure that I'm safe, that I'm happy and then continue going on with their own lives because it doesn't all have to revolve around you all of the time. Your life can be about you while someone else's can be about them. And we can live in love and community with each other anyways, which I think is cool. So anyways, <laughs> that was a really, really, um, that was a strong piece that I just wanted to give. But, you know, this idea of being alone together, it's the title of the episode, but it's not the message that I hope to push out. Um, I don't think being alone together is something that anybody that listening to this podcast has to hear twice. It's not something that needs to be explained. It might mean something completely different for you, but I hope that sharing what it means for me and the ways that I try to combat it. And, and, and when I say ways, I mean, self-awareness, which takes time <laughs> and which is exhausting and which is, can be, can be brutal. It can be ugly. It can be revitalizing really kind of anything that you want it to be. But, you know, it's the stage of, why prolong and why wait on a lifestyle that you have the control to give yourself now, you just might feel a little bit more out of pocket, which is tough. And it's not going to not be tough and it's not going to be easy. But, you know, I don't think that, you know, if we were to sit and expect ease for the rest of our lives, we would spend the whole time being disappointed. And I don't want to be. So that's all I really have to share with you guys. Um, thank you again for taking the time to listen. I can't wait to be back with you for another episode. We are not done. We are just breathing. Um, I appreciate you so much for taking the time to listen. And I hope you have a lovely rest of your week.